Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am joined today for a follow-up interview one year later with John Wise. John was on episode 101, which was called Goodbye Home Health, Hello Private Practice. And he shared with us what it was like for him to leave his private practice home health position to open his MFR business up full-time. He'd already had his business, but now he was going all in. And now it's been a year since that episode. And especially by the time this airs, it will have been a year. So it's fun to catch up. John, how are you doing? Tell us all the things. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing great. Great. Business has been fantastic and I'm loving what I do every day. Awesome. Would you have ever thought we'd just be having just a casual follow-up interview a year later when you were kind of freaking out about leaving your job last year this time? No, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Could not have imagined. Will you remind us of the process you went through to leave your job and then what it was like going into your business full-time? Like remember back a year ago, what was going through your mind? Sure. Sure. Yeah. It is tough to remember because so much has changed, but um. Yeah, I mean, I had been with this home health company for 25 years. And so it, it was kind of just all I knew, but it was getting a lot more stressful. Things were changing. You know, I wanted to take time off. They weren't letting me off. So there were these little nudges that were like, oh, it might be time to change. So, but I was petrified because it's a steady paycheck. It was great benefits. All of that was taken care of. Mm-hmm. So I really just had to go out as you coach, gather my facts and um, what do I need to do for insurance? Can I you know, afford it? How do I make that happen? Did some research, figured out I could go on a COBRA program, which worked out great. It's not a problem. I was concerned about you know, retirement savings because I was you know, not going to be making the same amount of money initially. How's that going to work? But I talked with my financial advisor. He was like, nope, you're fine. If you can't contribute for a while, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge relief as well. So yeah, I just turned in my notice. and <laughs> Six weeks later, I was done. That's amazing. Can we back up and just revisit in more detail, if you don't mind sharing, what has it been like paying for your own insurance versus having it paid for through a job? What's been the biggest difference for you with that experience? Yeah, I mean, because I was paying maybe $100 a month or something before. Now Mm -hmm. it's $850 a month. Mm -hmm. But again, I was just kind of looking at my budget, deciding on my rate and just built it all in. And so it's, you know, 
it's a big check to write, but it's really not been a problem at all. Mm-hmm. I love hearing that because I think that this is one of people's biggest hesitations to going all in and to leaving is that security of having these benefits paid for. And then you hear like, oh, it's, you know, it's almost a thousand dollars a month, but how many treatments does that end up being for you to cover that? Yeah, less than 10. Okay. Way less than 10, right? So it's about 10 visits to cover all of your insurance benefits? Uh, less than that. Yeah, probably. But I, I'm at 160 per session. So what's that like probably six sessions or so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right around there. That's awesome. I like to think about anything that scares me in my business or in my MFR practice is like, how many sessions does it take to cover this? And I remember thinking about that in regards to like even paying my rent. It's like, at what point, how many packages do I have to sell? What do I have to do to cover these costs and not have to worry about it? So aside from having the insurance set up, what else did you have to set up in order to feel safe to finally give that six weeks notice? I wanted to have a little bit of money in the bank Mm -hmm. just to make sure I knew I could cover my expenses. So um, I actually got paid out for my vacation time. (laughs) So that gave me a big chunk. Mm-hmm. to kind of get the ball rolling and feeling good about it. So there was that. And really, I mean, I already had my office. I moved to a little bit bigger office down the hall, but that, that it was pretty easy. It was very seamless and I just did it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that so much. So like if you hadn't done coaching last year, do you think you'd still be doing your home health job, or do you think you would have transitioned anyway? It's hard to say. I mean, I had really been thinking about doing it for several years. Mm-hmm. And so not till coaching did I, you know, be able to, to figure out that, yes, I can do it. And so many other people were doing it too. Mm-hmm. I think that that also made me feel better about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of having that support system, like we're all jumping together. Let's go. Exactly. Let's do it. I love yes, that. yes, yes. So bring us back to the first few months of that transition. Like, what were you feeling in your body? Was it scary? Was it because you kind of make it seem like it was kind of easy from the moment you left, but were there any, anything that stood out as being hard or scary or what was the experience like? You know, I, I was the fear all along was, is this the smart decision to make? Even mm-hmm. though I was not particularly happy, I wasn't smart to do it. So mm-hmm. once I kind of got over that, that yes, this is a smart decision and I can make it work, that helped reduce the fear quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I wasn't sure how I could build a practice because I never did. Before, mm-hmm. it just all was my friends or fellow folk dancers or you know, people just kind of came. I was under the radar. Yeah. It was fine. I never had to build it. Yeah. So I was a little bit nervous about how am I going to get more clients, things like that. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they just kind of came. Mm-hmm. What was the difference, do you think? Did you start purposefully selling MFR, purposefully embodying, like, I have these spots to fill up? What was the change? I mean, I, I really think it was like a, the universe and saying, if you build it, they will come because I felt like I just opened up these slots and they came. Mm-hmm. I definitely kind of had my little elevator speech. So I did, you know, start talking to my neighbors and 
you know, people at parties and things like that. And I did get a few referrals that way, but really all you need is those few referrals and boy, people are talking. Mm -hmm. So yeah, since then it's been mostly just word of mouth. That's amazing. And it is true. It's like you become your best referral source, which is creating that momentum of the word of mouth. But until you put yourself in that position to have spaces open, to have the availability and really embody, like I have a business, I don't think it just unfolds. So I just want to get, I want you to give yourself credit for taking that leap, you know, creating the slots, creating the openness to have the availability to have the clients. And that's what brought them in. Cause you could have just continued to do what you wanted to do. Right. There's like a decision you made where your happiness became just as important as being smart, right? Or whatever you perceived smart was. And so mm-hmm. smart and happy became like one choice for you instead of whatever you knew as safety. Safety no longer was the smart choice because of how unhappy you were doing what you were doing. Does that sound accurate? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like doing something that brings you happiness now every day and like just the lifestyle change into being someone that's doing something that makes them happy versus doing what you thought you had to do? It's so not tiring Mm. is the the first thing. Even though I I work hard, I've been seeing a lot of clients, but Mm -hmm. it's just fun and people are so appreciative. There's no stress. There are no boring staff meetings. I don't have to do paperwork other than my little half page soap note. You know, I'm not perfect with how I want to run things yet. But um, yeah, it's before I was just completely exhausted and not enjoying any of it. So now, yeah, I get to do it all day long. I love that. It's so fun to be doing something that you love and you just look forward to doing. So even if you're tired or even if you had like a really fun weekend where you're tired from that, you can still walk into work on Monday knowing that you love what you're doing and really living your purpose. Absolutely. Yeah, it's rejuvenating really. I love that. So good. So tell us a little bit about what you've been able to do financially. So get, you know, whatever numbers you want to share with us. What was your business making before you left? How are you doing now? Like, where are you at? So let's see here. I I think before, by last year, I probably, between the two jobs, which was pretty close to 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. So I was making maybe $140,000. At this year, I think working less than 40 hours a week, I'm going to be at around 120. That's amazing. It's awesome. I'm still kind of, I don't know the percentages, but I still have my new person rate from last January and I still have a legacy rate for people that I've seen before that. Mm-hmm. So I will most likely here pretty soon bring up my legacy people to my regular rate. And so that should get me close next year, maybe to my stretch goal of 150. Okay. Amazing. Well, and I think that we can even reevaluate those numbers in coaching. So you're back in coaching, right? And there's lots of time and opportunity to reevaluate things. I would just coach you for a second here and just say like, before you change anything for anybody, it might be fun for you to run your numbers, reevaluate your stretch goal, make sure that 
10K above what you were making at your other job is actually a stretch or if it's just inevitable at this point. And just look at things to see, like, where do I have room to take some, you know, emotional risks, <laughs> risk feeling kind of awkward again, as you maybe change your rate and just investigate some of that stuff. How does that land? It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 It might just be time. I think we get into these positions sooner than we think we will, where we kind of start to coast in our business. Everything is easy. There's no drama. We're fully booked everything feels nice. And then we're like, I don't really need to change this. But what happens if I did? What happens if I did do make a hard decision or wanted something more? And then just what does it take to do that? Right? It's just a little bit of recreating what you've already done, being willing to feel the way you felt when you came up with your rate increase when you started out, being willing to see like, is this appropriate? Is it time for this? Like, what are my actual goals now a year into this when things are not scary anymore? I know how to pay my rent. I know how to pay my insurance because those were the scariest things to figure out. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. No, that's what I'm really looking forward to the mastermind Mm -hmm. because I I know there are other goals that I want to come up with. I'm not clear on them yet, but maybe not doing MFR my entire work week, maybe having another day where I am doing something else or taking mm-hmm. some other kind of class or yeah, changing things up a little bit. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to figuring that out. Yeah. It's going to be fun to explore that. And I think just for all of the people in the mastermind, really thinking beyond what we ever thought was possible and seeing what else is possible because I've noticed with my own self and then also just being with you guys for so long and and just seeing where people who were in coaching with me for a while and then they took a break. And now there's a lot of people that are back seeing that while we're still thinking bigger than we ever thought before, a lot of us are thinking not quite big enough, not quite Mm -hmm. imagining Mm -hmm. what's possible (laughs) for us. So It's so fun for me when I have those realizations for myself, but then to see it in all of you, it's like all these light bulbs go on across, you know, across Mm. the zoom screen as you're like, Oh, what would happen if I, you know, added in this thing or decided to do this thing in my business or raised my rate or offered to sell more packages or was being, or if I was willing to allow myself to be even more fully booked for longer you know, all of those things. Cause I think mm-hmm. when we bump up against I'm too booked, that starts to be something that can get really scary. I don't know if you're dealing with that at all in your practice being really booked. <laughs> I am really, really booked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm like fully booked for me is 20, maybe 22. Many of these weeks I've been seeing 25, but I've also spent a lot of money on classes and things like that. I feel like, Oh, let me build up my working capital again. Mm-hmm. So I am doing that, but uh, we'll probably be looking for some support <laughs> on yeah. how to scale that maybe even back down a little bit eventually. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be fun to investigate. Like, how do you really want to feel at the end of the day, at the end of the week? What are your goals financially? How do we make both of those mesh up without overworking? Right. It's so easy to go back into the overworking habit because mm-hmm. like, we're just trained to do that our whole lives work hard and you can deserve it, you know? Right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel myself kind of getting in back into those habits. So yeah, 
all right, I've got eyes on you. We will not let that happen. All <laughs> like, right. <laughs> people are not burning out over my dead body. Are we burning out? No, no, no. <laughs> so you mentioned that you'd been doing some extra training and stuff. Have you been, I know that you have some hobbies that you love, which I want to talk to you about, but also before we get into that, what MFR seminars have you been to in the last year? Like how much MFR training, how much treatment have you been giving? What's that aspect been like? Yeah, I went for my first T for T. Sweet. The snow in Sedona in February is awesome. I had a fantastic time, uh, met some really great people. But yeah, I had been kind of afraid to spend that much money. It was no problem. And um, yeah, got I <laughs> hadn't been able to sleep on my right side for the last three years. And now I can sleep on my right side. Wow. So, many benefits there for sure. Yeah, that's so valuable. Like, what is the value of being able to sleep on your right side now for you? Because you're a very active person. So I would imagine being able to sleep well is very important for you. It's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. So um, yeah, I'm very grateful every night. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think being able to afford to go to T4T or just to get a lot of paid therapy, MFR therapy is so valuable for all of us as MFR therapists. And I think a lot of us kind of silently struggle with pain and Mm -hmm. we don't talk about it a lot, right? It's like almost like a luxury to go. And I, I just want to congratulate you for going and for spending the money and hopefully you'll do it even more often. And we'll look at your business and figure out ways to make it so you can, it's just built in. And for anyone that's listening, just realize like you do not have to wait three years to get this care. It's available for us. We just have to decide that we can have it, right? Like that we're, right, we have right. the time, right? And I'm sure there was all kinds of limiting factors that kept you from going sooner to get that relief. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, even though at my old job, I had five weeks of vacation, they wouldn't always approve it. So it was difficult to get time away. Yeah. So completely grateful that I was able to do that. Then I went to MFR2 in Boston recently, went three days early. So my partner and I just kind of bummed around Boston, which is an incredible town. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of fun as well. That's amazing. Hey therapist, get ready to join the MFR coaches 12 month business foundation program. Doors open November 1st through 15th. This is your last chance to join in 2023. When you join us in November, you get the option to use our payment plan at no additional cost to you. And I'll even send you my awesome workbook. Visit www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching for more information on the program and to get ready to join. Don't forget terms and conditions apply. See the show notes for more details. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your bike riding adventures and what you do? Like, I see that you're always training. Like, what do you train for? What is it called? What is it that you do? (laughs) So every year I train for a hundred mile bike ride. It's a fundraiser. It's called Pelotonia, which is through Ohio State University. And it raises money for their cancer research program. So it's very unusual in that 100% of what the donations that we get, it all goes to the research. It's all corporately sponsored. So it's this amazing event, very well supported. But yeah, two years or last summer, not this past summer, but um, 
I wanted to take every Wednesday off in June and July so that I could get my long rides in to train. Well, <laughs> they would, they did not want to give me that time off. Like I was crazy for asking for such a thing. Uh, so this year I took my time off and trained and, um, I was actually having some health problems and back problems and all this, but I was able to just push through it. And I did my hundred mile ride and raised $4,000. That's awesome. That is so cool. You'll have to let us know when you're, can you fundraise all year round or is it just a certain time of year? Like how does the fundraising work? Usually starts in the spring, like April, May, and then goes up through September. Okay. Awesome. So sometime when you're writing again, I'd like to have you back as a guest and then let's put the link to your fundraiser in the episode, in the show notes and like, just see what happens. Great idea. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to promote that. I think that's awesome. How fun. Okay. So just remind me about that. (laughs) That's such a great cause. Yeah. Will do. Thank you. Yeah. So my next question, which I think you already answered, but do you spend more time doing your favorite activities now more so than you did before when you had the other job? Absolutely. I mean, when I first decided I wanted to to leave, I'm like, I just want to exercise every day and go to work and play with my dog. And I'm certainly doing that. So I'm enjoying every minute of it. Awesome. Tell us all about your dog. Oh, little Phoebe. Get on Facebook. Yes, yes. She's a little cavapoo, which is Cavalier King Charles and Poodle Mix. Just nine pounds. Sweetest, sweetest dog you've ever met. Uh, So we go for our little walks every morning and she Mm -hmm. sits by the door waiting. and She loves to uh, sit on my lap and meditate. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we do yoga together too. I love that. Does she notice that you're more present, that you're home more now, that you're not working 60 hours a week? She definitely does. Yeah. Because she comes and wakes me up every morning. She kind of knows the routine now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we, we definitely get to spend a lot more time together, which we both appreciate. Yeah. I like that. Did your partner have any hesitation to you leaving your full-time business? Like, was he freaking out about it at all? Or what's his experience of this been like? You know, he didn't freak out about it at all. He works for himself as well. Okay. But Prior, you know, maybe a year or two ago when you know, I started discussing it, he was kind of like, yeah, maybe you do kind of have it really good. Uh, maybe it's not the best idea to make the change. But mm-hmm. then he saw just things kind of deteriorate. And he's like, yep, it's time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he was very supportive of the idea. So it, it was good. That's nice. And then what does he think about now how it's turned out? Oh, he thinks it's awesome. I mean... I'm working a little bit later in the day than um, both of us would like at this point, but um, changes are coming soon with that. So, yeah, we can get that all cleaned up. That's easy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) That's a first week problem. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 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 I love it. What do you think the biggest surprise about working for yourself versus working for someone else is? Like, what has surprised you the most? Like I thought I would miss like the camaraderie and the, even, you know, I had great managers, even though, you know, there were issues at times, but, you know, having that support system of a big company and all that, I thought I would really miss that. And I am surprised to find out that I don't miss that at all. Mm. Coaching provided that sense of camaraderie, 
you know, now I'm Facebook friends with half of the people from my coaching class last year. So you have that, you know, camaraderie, Kristen Ponzi and I trade with each other. She has a study group. So I probably have more sense of camaraderie now than I did working with a hundred other therapists. Very interesting. I wonder if it's more because I just feel like MFR folks are like different than mm-hmm. regular mm-hmm. folks. Right. And like, when we get together, right. we like, we have that common bond and it just like draws us into each other. And yeah, some of my best friends are MFR therapists that I would have never met had it not been through seminars or coaching or, you know, whatever aspect it is, but that's fun. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm interviewing her next. So that's fun. Ooh, <laughs> that's cool. fun. <laughs> What do you wish you knew before that you know now before you went into your practice full-time? Like, I wish I knew the concept of, in quotation marks, it's just a story that I'm telling myself. Because mm. I think that I had that story of, um, nope, you have it too good here. Nope, it would not be a smart financial decision to leave. Even can, you know, you even build a business on your own. Is that safe? And once I realized that, yeah, that is just a story and I could change that story, that has made a a big difference. And now I apply that to so many things in my life. That's awesome. That's so fun to be able to be curious about the things that we think are true and just investigate, like, is this really, really true? Or is Mm -hmm. it just highly uncomfortable for me to think beyond this? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I've learned that it's okay to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You've expanded your ability to feel discomfort and to create what you want, which I have a lot of respect for that. And especially at the pace you've done it at, like you came into coaching, you're like, I want to leave this job, but I don't know if I ever will be able to. And we were just kind of like, you can leave it whenever you want. And then you started to believe I can just leave this whenever I want. It was really fun to watch that. It was a very quick transformation from my side of the fence. Did it feel quick yes. to you? I think I made the decision after maybe the second coaching call. <laughs> yeah. Like it happened very quickly. Yeah. I love that. That's really fun. What do you think you're, the biggest benefit to being in coaching has been? And I kind of want you to look at this from the aspect of when you were in coaching before, and then you took quite a bit of time mm-hmm. off, like, what was the biggest benefit then? And then coming back to coaching, is there any change? So the biggest benefit, I mean, just the knowledge that you shared was huge. It still is huge. Seeing all the other people that are doing it, just mm-hmm. knowing that you're part of a group of people that have done this before. So that, you know, gives you like you're part of the crowd and, and it's possible. I, so, and I feel like I'm more, hard to say, empathetic with people, seeing what they were going through the coaching calls and things like that. So I'm a little bit more compassionate towards other people and all their different situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that was a real benefit. Yeah. There's a lot of humaning that goes on. <laughs> yes. Good way to put it. <laughs> Which I love. It's just, there's just, it's very human, but it's not a communal like wine session like we're not all whining about our problems we're literally like 
I am feeling terrible and I'm unable to make this decision that I want. Like help me to either accept the terrible feeling that I have and make the decision or figure out like why this is keeping me from making my decision, which is a totally different than like a support group where we're all like, yeah, it's really terrible. Don't make decisions. Right, right, right. And and I think having that the Facebook group is brilliant because you can chime in, Meg can chime in and everybody else can chime in. Mm -hmm. And so you get, you know, 50 different perspectives, which is really helpful. Mm -hmm. I I enjoy that part. Yeah. I'm curious to get your take on, or your opinion on what it was like for you back when it was a 12 week period. And now you're in the 12 month and you're in the mastermind mastermind hasn't started yet. So you can't really speak to that, but What was it like finding out that the program had changed and there was now this 12 month option? And what are your, what are your thoughts about it now that you can see what's available? Yeah, I was like, Heather, right on great decision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think just having that more extended option is going to really be helpful for people because yeah, things keep changing. Mm -hmm. And then also you can get stuck in these ruts. And so you have this longer going program to help you get out of the ruts uh, Mm -hmm. that develop. So yeah, I thought that was the best idea. Awesome. Yeah, it took me a while. I mean, I had to go through so many rounds of the 12 week program really to figure out like, like, how does this work for people? How do people do as they go along? you know, what's next? What are we doing? What's the long-term vision of this to help as many people not under earn and not burn out? And that's how I came up with the 12 month program because I could Mm -hmm. see what would happen is it's hard to opt into something and then have to keep opting into it, especially when you're not where you want to be. So we'd have like a set of people that would not be where they wanted to be. And then it's like, we'll keep opting in because it's, you know, like, you never know what's going to happen six weeks from now. So now we get that whole, all the four seasons, like all the surround care around you when you're whatever stage of your business you're at. And then for people that are wanting to go beyond that 100K and like go beyond the foundations, then we have the mastermind option. So it's fun. John, what would you say your goals are for the mastermind? Have you started to work on what you think you'll want to work on in there? I've started. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to kind of just figure out what the next step is for my business. Um, I'm leaning towards maybe becoming a yoga teacher or developing some sort of mobility class. Mm-hmm. I'm a folk dancer and musician and I'm kind of like the younger one in our group. So our group is, you know, in their sixties and seventies. And I just really see a need for that age group to really improve and even maintain their mobility. So I'm thinking of just some sort of class or teaching or something like that. Also looking for probably like, I need to still figure out like how my schedule needs to run and how to give myself Mm -hmm. more time off and having some accountability for that and things like that. Yeah. And maybe we can even investigate how can you get either if you don't want in-person support, like some sort of virtual support with your schedule, some, you know, Mm. maybe you can hand off some of the scheduling of clients and the cancellations and the management of clients. So we might be able to investigate something like that to make the load a little lighter. That's interesting. Yeah. All kinds of possibilities, which is super fun. (laughs) That's what I'm looking forward to. Yes. Yes. Things I never even thought about. Yes. 
Well, is there anything else you want to share as we celebrate you, your first year full-time in business? Any words of wisdom to anything, anyone out there that's listening? So, yeah, the words of wisdom are, are like we said, pay attention to that story that you're telling your son. Is that the true story? And you can come up with a new story. Yeah. That was the biggest game changer for me. I love that. I'm going to write that down. So good. All right. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast again. We'll have to revisit this when you start doing your, what's the ride that you do called? Pelotonia. Okay. So when Pelotonia comes up again, I want to be hearing about it. I want to be a part of that and help support you so you can have the biggest fundraiser ever. I think that would be amazing. Awesome. Yes. I'll, I'll be what they call a high roller. Amazing. Great. Let's do it. <laughs> Tell everybody where your business is located and the name and how they can find you. So I'm in Columbus, Ohio. I'm actually getting ready to move from Upper Arlington to Clintonville, which are very close little suburbs. My business is called Insight Physical Therapy and Wellness, and I don't have a website yet, but I am on Massage Book for people to find me. Awesome. Are you also on the directory? I'm definitely on the directory and on Facebook, yes. Okay, great. All right, John, congratulations on everything you've created. I'm so excited that I get to keep having my hands on your business and I get to keep seeing what you're doing and guiding along some of the process and giving you feedback and encouragement and helping you pay attention to your story. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's been really an honor so far and I'm just really excited about the future. And for everyone else, thank you for listening this week. And remember that enrollment for the foundation coaching program is open November 1st through the 15th. So be paying attention and get ready to enroll for that or enroll if it's open currently. And I'll see all of you on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye-bye. One of my expert level skill sets is selling MFR. I honed this skill over a decade of working as an MFR therapist. I doubled down on this skill and became fully booked and then booked out for months and months and months at a time. But let's be honest, I kind of sucked at it before I ever figured out how to really sell MFR. I don't want it to take you as long as it took me to go from sucking at sales to awesome at it. Register for my training, how to sell MFR to anyone in any situation right now. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash sell MFR. The results that your clients get from MFR largely depend on your willingness and your ability to make excellent recommendations to your clients, which just means your willingness to sell MFR. A lot of clients don't get the best help they need because you're too afraid to sell MFR to them. I'm going to say that again. A lot of clients don't get the best help they need because you're too afraid to sell MFR to them. I've seen this time and time again. You're scared the client might say no, so you don't say anything at all. So instead of selling MFR, you allow the client to come at the frequency and spacing they want, and they get subpar results. Subpar results are never our aim as MFR therapists. If you aren't really good at selling MFR on purpose, subpar results will be what happens. Who wants to limp when they can run? Join me on November 1st at noon central time zone. I'm going to teach you how to sell MFR to anyone in any situation. 
you will notice an increase in your rebook rate. You will notice how brave you are in the treatment room during sales conversations. You will stop leaving it up to clients. You will start to be in control of your business and your schedule. This starts and ends with your sales skills. Register today at www.themfrcoach.com backslash sell MFR. I'll see you November 1st at noon central. Links to everything are located in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today. My mission is to help every MFR therapist become a part of the movement where no MFR therapists ever under earn or burn out. Join my 12 month coaching program, You'll spend the first 90 days setting up your foundation to create your six-figure business. Then you'll go to work and uncover exactly what's holding you back from the business that you want and desire. Get support while you raise your rates, set your policies, and learn how to talk about MFR and how to sell MFR in service of your clients. Learn exactly how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've had your business for years. This program is open to all MFR therapists who want to create what is possible when you stop playing small and start showing up in your full power as the John Barnes trained MFR therapist you are. Put your magic to work in the world and help more people get out of pain and back to active lifestyles. I'll help you do it. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching and sign up right now.